campers and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Lou Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, Xenomorphs? No adjective today, just Xenomorphs. <laughs> just, just a Xenomorph. It works, because last week we talked about Xenomorphs and aliens and all things like that, so here it is. Yes. That's it. Xenomorphs. Yes. Um, today, though, we are back with another Campfire Tales, which is one of our favorite episodes to do. This is where we take your viewer-submitted stories, whether it be on our Reddit, which is campcryptedpodcast.com, or whether it be on our website where you can contact us at campcryptedpodcast.com or you can go to our reddit and submit your own stories so we're taking viewer submitted stories and we'll be getting into those today but first want to talk to you about uh any weird things you might have been you know watching lately or experiencing lately Ooh, you know i feel like stranger things is out yes and we're both fans of stranger things yes i'm only four episodes in right now and it is kick-ass. I love it. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers here, but it's good. No spoilers, but we probably will have spoilers next week because there's some shit I want to talk yeah. to you about. <laughs> I really like the direction they went with this season. Um, it feels more mature, of course, right? But it's yes, super scary. Yeah. Oh, dude, like, for sure. There's a, a death sequence early on the show that, like, with the fingers all cracky. It's a, it's crazy good. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I thought that was unique. I like the new characters. Um, there isn't anybody. Oh, Billy. I love oh, yeah, Billy. Yeah. Or not uh, Billy. Uh, what's Eddie, it? Eddie. Eddie's basically Eddie. Billy. Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same yes. thing. So. The, the good Billy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we love he's Eddie. Cute. Um, he's cute. The stoner favorite. friend. <laughs> like, I, I, yes. I love the stoner platform. Oh, yes. It's really cute. Um, so cute. You know, I, I, I like that there's this um, dynamic where each person, like each grouping, you know, now you have like nancy and steve and all of them together and then you have the you know mike visiting 11 and everybody and then joy is just oh you know away joyce is away just off yeah yeah in in russia it's fine (laughs) um but i like that none of them can communicate with each other right now so it's making like for this weird storyline of like usually they have each other to rely on and do these things with and they still have people but it's not the full group which makes me sad but i also love it. it feels very like almost like the hangover where they're like trying to yeah, yeah where they're all just doing their own thing yeah, and they're yeah. just gonna so come back together that, or something but, um, yeah for sure i just i think they did a really good job with the season i love the soundtrack man every time there's a bop on i'm like dude man the 80s was so lit for music the 80s was the best music um, how are you feeling about the um the stuff in uh, where 11 was like created oh yeah. i thought that was that was interesting yeah that whole it's gotten some yeah good shit. yeah it's got some good shit. Yeah. So I'm here, I'm I mean, here for yeah, like you say. said, I think that this, it's, it's kind of, to me, it reminds me a little bit of Harry Potter where the first couple are like very wholesome and then all of a sudden it gets fucking dark. <laughs> so. Yes, it's, it's very much in that style. So. Yeah. Um, that's a really good show. Definitely would recommend that. Um, I haven't been watching mu- much else as far as like spooky stuff. That's like my top tier thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, other than, like, if we're doing, like, an actual, like, um, episode on a specific topic, like, I really don't generally watch too much TV other than, like, what I watch at night, like, you know, when I go to bed. But, like, yeah, Stranger Things is one of those things I've been waiting for, so uh, I do need to catch up. It's not horror or anything, but I do need to watch this episode or this season of Better Call Saul because I love Breaking Bad and I love... I love that whole entire, like, Breaking Bad universe, so. Yeah. You know, I know it's not. Well, it's kind of true crime, I guess, you know. Yeah, uh, we crime. talk, you know, true crime on here, too, so, you know. It's not the same thing at all, but I'm watching Survivor. That is, Survivor <laughs> yeah. is my only show that I care about. I love so that, though. I'm watching that right now, and that's pretty damn good. 
Um, I mean, hey, like Survivor, like I guess that could be, you know, the real world elements. It's scary, you know. Precisely, yeah. Some guy dislocated his shoulder the first episode. Yeah, you know, that's terrifying, you know. Terrifying, yeah. Nobody wants to do that. (laughs) But yeah, other than that, like, um, the only creepy thing that I told you about, I was texting you about this the other day, but um, so this all kind of started because uh, I kind of talked about this on my Twitter, but basically the house I live in is kind of an interesting house. Um, and I didn't really know too, too much about the history other than, you know, that the people who owned it prior to us were a husband and wife who never had kids. The wife was an artist. And then the people who were, you know, prior to them who actually built the house were also the same. Like they were a husband and wife. They never had kids. And the wife was an artist. I knew that she, the woman who, you know, were the original owners of the house, the the husband had died and she was a widow, but I didn't really kind of look into it, right? Because I was like, oh, whatever, you know, cool. Um, well, the other day, my uh, little sister was walking and uh, a neighbor, you know, came up and talked to her and basically told her that our house had an interesting history, which of course naturally sent me into a spiral of like Ancestry.com, newspapers.com, like literally everything trying to figure out what the hell. You can't, no, you can't have like a random person be like, your house has a history, but that is a scary movie plot. You leave. You have to move. Yo, okay. And I told you since the moment I moved into the house that there have been weird things that have happened. Okay, let's start with one thing, uh, the first thing. Before we had even moved in, I'm standing in our kitchen. We maybe had a few things moved in here, right? And all of a sudden I hear something move. And I'm like, what the fuck is in our house? And I'm looking all around. I'm looking all around. And all of a sudden I realized there was a bat like stuck I'm I'm down this spiral of like trying to figure out what the hell is going on in this house okay and like I said uh you know the bat gets stuck like uh, a month after we move in I'm having a spider infestation of my basement I'm talking I'm not talking like 20 spiders no I'm talking hundreds of spiders in my basement everywhere right when we move in right gross our backyard is pretty much all completely like bittersweet vines and english ivy and it's beautiful but we had to kind of um get rid of some of the stuff in the backyard because we have dogs and i was like well we can't really have all this ivy just in case poison ivy starts growing and blah 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 so i'm pulling all this out and i find two giant i'm talking like these things are like a probably a foot and a half to two feet of like i don't know what kind of bones these are but they were in an x like right in front of a tree, right? Under all of these vines. Okay, and I'm sitting here like, okay, well, I still have the bones, so maybe I'll go try to find them because I just moved them off into the other side of the yard outside of the fence. Because <laughs> I was like, these are interesting, but I'm not doing this right now. Spooky. Everybody who's like stayed in my house knows it's kind of like a quiet house. Like you can hear literally everything. There's always creaking. Like there's a lot of long hallways in my house. So like your eyes play tricks on you. So it's, but I've never really felt like a negative presence in the house. Like I've never really felt like um, scared or anything like that. Basically, like I said, there's a lot of different like uh, flowers and, and types of plants that grow outside of my house. So I have one of those like plant identity, like take a picture of this plant and it like tells you what it is basically. Cause I was like, dude, there's a lot of stuff that I don't want my dogs eating and a lot of them when I go to take a picture of them it says like the 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 metaphysical properties are things like protection and exorcism so I'm like okay that's weird that there's all of these plants that signify these things around my house and then not only that but I found like this giant like almost like 
um, deposit of quartz rocks like all along the side of my property which is really really strange because I never really looked at them before and then one day I just saw and I saw a sparkle and I was like what the fuck is this so I started digging of course and I'm like oh my god like this is amazing like um so it's just all these spooky things and after you know I would say a couple hours of diving in and trying to find this guy's information it shows that he died in the house I don't know how he died in the house I I I know he was like 68 um but I don't know anything other than he died in the house yeah I think like one I love that it's all these like little crystal things because you you collect like gemstones and stuff I know I was so, which so is really pumped. fun but also I think it's like interesting because it kind of all leads into again like wicca and witchcraft yeah well here's the here's the kicker so i can't find any of the art of the woman prior to me i actually ordered a book uh recently off of amazon because i saw she was published in it and i'm hoping it kind of tells me what is going on with her uh but the woman prior to me has been featured in uh calendars uh for witchcraft Ooh. uh and has been published in many like metaphysical like like I would say, like, um, witchy type of, like, publications. So. Have you pulled up all your carpet? Is there anything under any of that I mean, stuff? it was all wood when we moved wood? in. Yeah. So um, I mean, when we moved in, I met her, and she was wonderful. She was so nice. And, like, and I think she liked me because there's actually someone who put a, a better offer in on the house, but we got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably got the But vibe. I was like, oh, girl, I saw, yeah, I was like, girl, I saw your calciprite. Love it. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just joking about, you know, like, I was excited about having well water because I was like, oh, they can't put fluoride in my water. You know, just joking. And she loved that I joked about it. So, yeah. you know, I, I like I said, I'm one of those weird people who like, I don't care if you look like super cookie cutter. I will always ask you weird things. Like I'll always be like, oh, so aliens, you know, like yeah, love yeah, that yeah. shit. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, and if you look at some of her art, it is, um, it's very like dark and uh, like ethereal, like, uh, like, um, like bio-organic like fairies like Ooh. it's very interesting yeah it's like, like a dark that. yeah yeah so I'll have to show you some pictures but yeah so I just found that very interesting you know that all this was going on and all these like weird things but I was like that's I guess my campfire my campfire tale for the episode yeah that's that's an interesting one because you had all these weird occurrences like not like not like eerie or bad right like they're yeah. all just like yeah. just like little weird things that kind of like add up to something um yeah. but i'm excited to see like if you find more information after you get that book i know like i i literally have been searching like scouring the internet for his his um obituary and i cannot find it anywhere and it's driving me insane yeah. but we might have to do things the old way and do like a old pen and paper yeah. like we'll you know like library, sending a request like, like exactly yeah, yeah. i actually and that's one of the things she's actually her obituary is actually at a library and i have all the information I'm like jay well if we want to go i'm you i'll go there go. and i'll get the and just get the obituary and see what it says if you don't go by the time I come to visit you, we're going to just go. Okay, we're <laughs> That's like one of our things for the day. We're going to go find this obituary. It's a very interesting area, too, because, you know, this is the area that where, like, some of the glaciers came through and carved the way. So I know there's – here's the weird part is that – I don't know if I told you, but, like, on the side of my house by the road, there's, like uh, – they have these big stones kind of, right? Well, when I started to kind of move them away and I was trying to get some of the poison ivy out of there, I noticed that there was almost, like, a tiny cave Ooh. right under the property. Yeah. So, like, I and, – and the weird thing is, is that I know there's caves around here, but, the, like, the local parks do not advertise that there's caves. 
because I have a document from like the 1990s that they gave for like homeowners association for this area. And it's like this whole like, oh, this is like there's certain types of species that are only native to this, you know, and it's this whole thing. And it talks about all these caves. And I'm telling you, there are no caves marked on any maps of the local like. Yeah, it's crazy. You probably live in like a cult neighborhood and you just don't know it. I told you I told you how I had that one dream too when I first moved in here about how like we were taking our kayak down the 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 river that's right next to mm-hmm. us and I heard chanting and it was at night and I heard chanting and I get out and there's like this like cult right there. And that was like right when we moved in. And I was like, dude, I'm having dreams. There's fucking bats in my house. Maybe you're having a vision of like the person who like slept, like laid there before you, you know? Um, oh, It could yeah. be a thing. I feel like it's not to scare you. Like, I don't think it's anything bad. It yeah. might just be like the neighborhood. Like they have. I mean, because likely he died in my bedroom, right? Like yeah, <laughs> if that was their bedroom. It seems like that makes the most sense. I think. Yeah. I think it's also, I don't know. I, I mean, you've slept there. Do you feel like it's a creepy? You, have you ever felt like a weird vibe? Like I slept in the creepiest part of your house too. Like <laughs> that's true. Like, that's yeah, true. There he is. And I didn't feel anything weird. Like I was never uncomfortable. Um, nothing of the sort. I I do think it's interesting though, and I do think that there could be maybe like ties to your neighborhood, and it feels very much like almost like dark on netflix meets um spiral yes like i'm not trying to say i'm not trying to say you're having a spiral moment but maybe like there is a history in that community like that sort of area that you live in uh where maybe that was a thing because well, like there's a lot I of people know. who are like they hand their houses down in the neighborhood so it's been like the woman mm-hmm. who owned my house actually grew like before us grew up in the neighborhood so that's the reason she knew but yeah. i think that's why she gave it to you because you seemed like a person who like would carry on or this is like fucking hereditary and these two women were witches and they're like we're gonna get this girl in here and we're gonna sacrifice this fucking this bitch with her titties (laughs) out on the internet like (laughs) oh my god they're like i know it's her yeah i don't know man i I, like i said i never i never have felt like a bad presence in this house in fact i Mm -hmm. i feel very like refreshed in this house like i i love birding so i just sit there and i watch birds all day like do my messages it's like it's fucking chill man well, I think it's also just like with witches and wicked, it's not always like negative, a negative yeah. thing. Like there could be, there could be like seances, there could be like um, occurrences over a bonfire or yeah. something, and it's not fully cult. It's just people celebrating their, you know, not religion but their beliefs. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, that could absolutely be a plausible yeah. thing. Yeah, very interested. I'm excited to see where this I know. Goes. I know. We'll we'll, we'll come back findings. to this if I have any more, you know, more developments in yeah. the story. I don't think where I live is haunted. I live in an apartment complex. I don't think I'm. Well, gonna, but the <laughs> area you live in has complex. so much. Like you're so close to Sleepy Hollow. That's true. You're close to literally so many like historical like yeah. creepy places. In Connecticut, yeah, there's a lot of spooky haunted stuff. Maybe one day we were looking at renting a place. Well, there was a place we rented our area where um a woman and her husband were murdered, oh. and I was like. If we get this place, I need like to honor Sage. them in a small way, like offering a Sage yeah. the place and then like say something, yeah. Because yeah. I just feel like that's well, yeah, because yeah, at the end of the day, it's like I feel like it's you still like they're even if they are ghosts, they were humans. You know what I mean? So like it's like yeah, and this yeah. is their space. You know? Yeah, so. I think the, yeah, I love that. Like we played like when we we saw that they were married on like their anniversary because we we found their documents on Ancestry.com, the original owners, and we saw the number one playing song. Um, in the U.S. at that time, and it was like this classical song, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is like so different than today's music." 
so different. The number one played song right now is probably like, <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> just I think it's Harry different. Styles actually. Oh, I love Harry Styles. Okay, we're we're losing track. <laughs> the point of this okay. is that this is Erica's campfire tale. Yes. We love. No, it. we're good. We're, we're, we're good. On to the next. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, while going through Reddit, though, we had lots of suggestions for creepy board games, movies, and more. So thank you so much for being active on our Reddit. Uh, we try to make posts on there as well of just, like, weird conspiracies or interesting things we find on the internet. So if you have stuff you want to share, make sure you check us out. Uh, as far as that goes, let's get into some viewer-submitted stories. Woo! Audience cheering. Ah, oh, yeah! <laughs> All right. I will read this first one. So this story comes from Reddit. And uh, it's submitted by Palmer. And they say, I live in a town called Newcastle under Lyme in Staffordshire, England. I think I said that right. <laughs> a few things that have happened that I really can't explain, but this sticks out, especially with some of the other stories you guys have submitted. Awesome. Okay, cool. When I was about six or seven, I was downstairs at my nan and granddad's house. Everybody in the house, four or five people, were all sitting together in the kitchen as was usual i went to go upstairs but as i opened the door from the living room to the stairs i looked up and saw a figure of what seemed to be a man quite big in build but he was a perfect shadow a shadow that seemed to be coming down the stairs slowly and needless to say i ran from the situation to everybody in the kitchen to tell them what i saw as i knew no one else could be in the house when checked though no one was there and all the doors were locked Fair play, it was quite dark in the stairway, so if a person was there, it might have been a chance that I didn't see them properly, but my memory is quite good as a rule, and I'm sure it was just darkness with a human form. You have a few submissions about shadow people, and that's enough for me to talk about uh, my situation because it's, it's a bit of a coincidence. But what it sounds like is they saw a shadowy figure in the doorway, and then when they went to um, go tell somebody that it wasn't there anymore, and this is kind of like that our eyes playing tricks on us kind of scenario with when you're looking into the darkness that long you'll kind of see things or was this a situation where there was a um specific you know person there i don't there is no other information from palmer saying whether this is like a one-time occurrence which it sounds like it was but i wonder if there was any other history of like weird things happening in that house yeah especially because i mean uh you know england has a very rich history of uh battles and and ghosts and plagues um the uh, Conjuring 2 was based off, I think, a house in the Enfield house, I thought, maybe, mm -hmm. um, in England. So I would be very interested to hear, um, you know, more about if there's, you know, if there's anything going on with your house. Like, do we know the history, you know? Yeah, that's what's interesting to me. Because, like, again, if if there is a chance that, yes, maybe your eyes are playing tricks on you and maybe you did yeah. see it. You, you, I believe you because you're saying, hey, like, this was very clear. I still see it to this day, like, in my head. Um, and I think once you have a moment like that, that that it's true. Like, I don't think it's yeah. something that's not true, you know. But yeah, yeah, for I'm sure. Curious. Definitely curious. Well, thanks for submitting that one. That one. Creepy shadow people always. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what if it's like dark particles? Like, what if it's like energy and it's like that's the way it manifests is like dark particles and the, the darkness in the air? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe. I, I think that's possible. Who knows? I'm obviously not fucking Stephen Hawking. So <laughs> it's okay, though. You know, why not? It's a crazy universe. Um, this next one is going to be from Tom. 
And Tom says, hi, I've been catching up on Camp Cryptid and had a local legend for you. I live near the Chickamauga battlefield, and there's a legend of a ghoul that already haunted the area before the Civil War, but was drawn to the battle and rediscovered. There are more recent uh, sightings, too, and uh, entry at cryptids.fandom.com. So I'll uh, I'll post Tom's little link in our, our subreddit so that everybody can go there and uh, see that. But yeah, I mean, so I looked up where this battlefield is, the Chickamauga battlefield, and it looks like it's like kind of there on the uh, southern Tennessee, northern Georgia line. Um so for any of our non-USA listeners, uh, that is in our, obviously in the southeast um, of the United States. To be fair, Savannah in Georgia looks very haunted. You know, Savannah is a very, very, very pretty little town, but it looks haunted as hell. Um, mm-hmm. And we know that Tennessee is has a lot of weird stuff going on with obviously battlefields, but there's like, there's yes. like the Bell Witch legend of the the Bell Witch that haunts the the hills there in Tennessee and then there's obviously like the Appalachian you know cannibal people there in Tennessee so you know good times in Tennessee though we love that oh yeah uh this next story comes from Alex which is a werewolf sighting in northeast Ohio which is where Erica's from you're from Ohio boom uh this story takes place in the summer of 2006 on a back road in northeast Ohio and Alex says, my two friends and I were cruising down the road mid-afternoon in a beat-up Grand Am while smoking a marijuana cigarette. Okay. We're a fan. I was in the back passenger seat. <laughs> right? This is a good story. I feel like this Hell is like yeah. a movie Love already. It. I, I can see the visual. I was in the back passenger side seat while both of my friends were in the front. The driver dropped the joint and slowed about fif- 10 to 15 miles per hour. Uh, during this time, I was staring out the window into the ditch alongside the road, which is where... During this time, I was staring out the window into the ditch alongside, which was a thick wood line, of course. I spotted a very large gray-black animal on all fours in the ditch, which I thought was a wolf or gigantic coyote. I pointed out to my friend in the passenger seat, and he was like, damn, is that a wolf? (laughs) The driver didn't see it, and at this point had recovered the joint and sped back up to about 40 to 50 miles per hour, and was telling us that it was probably a deer coyote after we described to him what it looked like. Wait, 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 I wait. Said, I that said, thing was way dude, too- that thing was way too big to be a coyote, dude. <laughs> I just, you know, you it, know, that's how it was. <laughs> it was very much like this. I like that we're doing a dramatic We should start doing this scenario. dramatic reenactment. <laughs> yeah. Laughing, he said, well, what is it? <laughs> Why is he laughing? I know, that? that's exactly <laughs> What did it take? <laughs> what did it look like exactly? The second he said that the seven foot wolf beast crossed into the road like 30 feet in front of us running on two legs into the woods and on the opposite side of the road. I scream and pointed. There it is. He slammed the brakes and we all sat there stunned and silent for a few moments. To this day, if asked, all three of us will repeat the same story and we are positive we saw a werewolf. This kind of like ties into um, last week when I was talking about the fire in the sky story and like how every person can like how every person can say that this thing happened to the exact T, the exact same story, because they all had this shared, like, kind of horrific memory together. And I think, like, the fact that every – I mean, granted, the driver was, like, on the floor for a minute and missed it the first time, but they saw it the second time. I think that's, like, a story that seems pretty plausible. I don't know what else – something like that could be on yeah and that big i mean that's one of those um, things is like you have to take in a local like wildlife into consideration but it's like what walks like upright bipedal like you know what i mean like there there hasn't been a black bear like there are very rare sightings of black bears in ohio 
But a black bear is also very small. We're not we're not talking a giant fucking grizzly. Like so I, you know, I, there have been a lot of sightings. Like there's the sightings of the defiance werewolf which is uh on the other side of the state. Um that was in the 70s. You know, there's the Michigan dogman which are sightings of um basically a werewolf-like creature that kind of roams Michigan. Uh it could be more than one creature obviously, uh if it's being seen in different states, but yeah, man, I, you know, and, and the situation, we all know that, like, smoking weed doesn't make you fucking hallucinate. You know what That's I mean? That's what I'm like, saying, and I feel like nobody would, nobody would probably believe them because they were like, I was smoking pot, you know? But it's like, bro, we know. You're not going to hallucinate on some pot. So it's like, I, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, you've got multiple people who have seen this, this giant kind of, you know, animal. So I, I, I wish so badly we had some dash cams, man. <laughs> we need some dash cams in 2006. I wonder clearly. if there's like weird <laughs> dash cam footages of cryptids. We should look that up. Oh, that would be a good one. You know, you would think that like more and more people would start having dash cams with, you know, like Uber and, uh, you know, all of these like um, kind of like transportation based services. I mean, a lot of them do, so I wouldn't be surprised. There's a really cool um, video, I think, actually in England of um, kind of like almost a werewolf-like creature that they caught on their CCTV that's like crossing a giant like road. So I'll try to find that. I don't know if it's been debunked, you know, and if it has, then um, obviously correct me. But yeah, yeah, man. That's a cool story. That bums me out. I want to I wanna see all the weird stuff. <laughs> I know. I know. 2006, man. Ugh. But this is a very good story. I agree, Alex. That was really fun. Thank you for submitting that one. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, too, is I really love it because when you when you have stories like that that add to, like, this, this legend of a certain creature, it's like, okay, well, obviously multiple people are seeing these. You're like – is it is it really out of the realm of like you know being plausible of there being some kind of creature that's like an anomaly or you know dude like in india there was a fucking goat that was born or like a, i think it was a goat that had like a fucking random ass human face and it stood upright like you know what i mean so like there are like these strange anomalies in nature that it's like or maybe it's just a creature that is way better at surviving out in the wilderness than humans since you know we don't you know thrive in the wilderness anymore so yeah um, yeah crazy i know this is weird i was thinking about like a future like set in this time period um horror film but it's <laughs> you know how you're like surviving in the wilderness and i was thinking about people who get laser hair removal and then you wouldn't grow your hair back and you'd be like extra cold so i was thinking about all these weird things that we do to our bodies yeah <laughs> set in this timeline and like how like it may change survival things. I don't know. I well, know it's weird. I want to see a movie. It's about, really like, cool too because, things. like, when uh, when I was doing a lot of Bigfoot research, like a lot of the articles that were coming up in like the early like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, were like of these hunters that were going through, and they would find these um, creatures covered in and head to toe in hair, and they would actually just be wild people living out in the woods because their hair had just naturally started growing as like a defense mechanism, basically. So, like, there was yeah. this hunter, like, in Virginia who basically thought he found, like, this creature and it was just a fucking woman covered in, like, long black hair. So, you know, it's very interesting, like, how our body adapts to change. This next story is going to be from Colin. And he says, uh, hey, camp counselors of the sleigh and all things scary. My name is Colin and I have two stories to share with you both. And feel free to use them. This is my first time telling anyone about these. 
My father died in late January of 2022. He was in a home at hospice, so we knew it was coming. Nothing out of the blue. The morning before he died, I had a dream of him walking around the house with two working legs. I should note now that my dad has a prosthetic leg from 2017 to 2022 from a medical malpractice surgery kind of gone array. The leg can now be found in Captain Tony's in Key West, Florida. Anyway, yes, he was just walking out of the house, almost looking for something in the dream, and then just left. Just walked out the door. I woke up to my mother poking me, saying, Dad is gone. To this day, I still think about a dream and have a few others uh, of us at a bar, and he's just sitting there smiling at me. And I ask him how everything is and never get his response, just him smiling and a thumbs up. This is an interesting one. Yeah, so Colin's first story is basically he almost had like a premonition of his, his father passing. Yeah. I think that was just your father basically coming to you and, 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 and you know, showing you he's he's good. I do think I, I love that story. I think it's like a, a sweet kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but I do love that the leg is like on display because it was like this medical thing. I think that's very cool. So if anybody's in yeah. Captain Tony's in Key West, Florida, make sure you go see this awesome leg and, you know, say a little like, you know, give a little respect for for Colin's dad up there. Dreams are an interesting thing, and we might have a, an episode about that in the future, about, like, dreams and how they can, Being like, like you premonitions. Know. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the weird thing about it, too, is I always find it strange that, like, men don't feel like they can be as in-depth and, like, in tune with, like, the universe and nature. It's always, like, women are seen as witchy, but it's, like, I just feel like we all have that little bit of witch inside of us, you know what I mean? That little bit of like where you can be in tune with nature and your surroundings. And I think that that was one of those beautiful instances of where like your father came to you and just gave you kind of like that. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know? And I think that's really reassuring. I think that's beautiful. There's a lot of instances people say with, you know, um, just animals and uh, butterflies and like different things or, uh, sometimes coins so I'm always interested to see like what kind of symbolism for people is like the reason where um, a loved one will show up you know what I mean yeah I mean and that's one of those things too where I feel like sometimes people just don't see the signs like sometimes I feel like people will see a bird in front of them and they don't realize that that bird signifies a certain thing you know what I mean and it's like what's the chance of that bird coming up and being right in front of you at that moment in the day like that's just you know I'm very much a person I believe very much in like the universe sends us signs every day like whether it be like a butterfly fly literally crossing in front of your face like you know or or you know the sunrise you know the sun rays after a bad you know a bad rain just coming right down I, I i just think there's little signs and i just i think that's so cute i'm just one of those weird people <laughs> um, it's not weird i think it's really interesting and i think it's really fun yeah i just love to look at it that way you know like so Colin's second story is uh, a more recent story. It was about two weeks ago. Uh, he says, I work as a corrections officer in upstate New York near the Canadian border. This happened about 4 a.m. I was sitting at my desk just watching the time pass and listening to inmates snore when I was startled to my feet from someone behind me screaming. Behind me is the rec room, which I can see through the graded lines and the inmate bathroom and shower. I got up and investigated the rec room behind me to find no one. Then spray in hand into the bathroom to find, you guessed it, no one. Shower area, no one. I still can't make it out of what I heard that night. If you can, I'm all ears. And keep up the good work, and thank you for the pop. Well, thank you, Colin, for sending us these stories and listening, first off. <laughs> you know, I feel like when it comes to places like that, there's a lot of energies. You know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of energies, whether it be positive, negative, um, excited. And I think those energies can... Um, can 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 come into play in situations like that mm -hmm. or it was just a ghost man 
you know ghost you know i think uh anything that entails being like a corrections officer like i feel like that kind of space is always like a weird yeah. ghost thing yeah. i feel like there has to be stuff there yeah i mean here's yeah that's my thing is there's just yeah you've just got a, a, an array of emotions and and different types of people and i feel like um you know, it, it's kind of like how you always hear, like, the most haunted places on Earth are all these places where people have, like, uh, had all these, like, uh, events, you know, like, obviously, like, life-changing events. So it's, like, churches, um, you know, cemeteries, obviously, um, uh, amphitheaters, you know, like, all these crazy places where people experience all these emotions and, 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 and feel bonded and tied to as humans because we have these strong emotions towards those things. So, Yeah. I think also it's it's interesting that one of course I think like uh, your dad speaking to you is like a whole thing, but I think maybe you're a little like spirit sensitive. Yeah, that's what I think. So, you know what I mean? I feel like uh, maybe that this is like not your calling, but maybe you just have this connection. Yeah. To it. Yeah. And I think that's really go interesting. with it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like obviously things are trying to reach out to you, and maybe it's because they realize I don't know that they can. You know, like. Go with yeah. it, man. Get you some sage. Everybody, that's our that's our recommendation. Our doctor's order. Please get sage for your house. Get some sage. Get you some fucking rose quartz. You know, just go, you know. You're good. <laughs> uh, this next story comes from Ryan. And Ryan says, I'm from a small town in Texas. I have a story I'd like to share. When I was a kid, five to six years old, my parents would let me play outside with my brother or alone as long as I stayed in the yard and went no further than the alleyway. Usually I just play with my Matchbox cars or ride my scooter in the back, but sometimes a girl named Emma would come play with us. I brought her up to my mom and brother before, but neither of them seemed to remember anyone in the neighborhood coming over to play. I however can't remember I however can remember her face clear as day. She was a quiet person, but she was always smiling when we'd hang out. It's a core memory for me when Emma, Johnny, my brother, and I would ride scooters together. Johnny has zero recollection of this, but for me, they're cherished memories from childhood. The story is somewhat embarrassing for me as they've been written off as a possible imaginary friend, but who knows? Maybe she was a friendly girl from the other side keeping a lonely kid company. Uh, I love this. This is very yeah. uh, haunting a pill house moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's it's like a positive thing, and you have a friend. Yes. I think imaginary friends can feel real at times, but like... You know, so very drop dead friend. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. But I don't think my imaginary friend like was like that. Did you have an imaginary friend, Erica, growing up? I did not. I did. Her name was Dion, like from <laughs> Clueless, and she was like four inches tall. And she would there was like a little crack in my bathroom that was like almost like small enough for her mouth, to, like a little mouse to come through. And she would come out in a tiny car, and then she would get big and human size. That was how it worked for me in my head, right? But she I was love never, that. like, I always <laughs> knew she wasn't a real person. It was just, I was an only child, so, like, that was my person to hang out with. <laughs> and it never felt like a ghost. It never felt like anything else. But I feel like if you're having vivid memories of, like, riding scooters and, like, doing things, and it's it's interesting to me that um, Ryan's brother doesn't remember this. Yeah. Since Ryan took place with these things with them, so... I would be interested to see, too, if there's maybe anything in your, like, papers around that area yep. where anything happened with a little girl where she was, like, missing or, you know, just, yeah. like, scouring local archives to see. Because especially if you remember her face, obviously, in my opinion, she would probably have been that young if something had happened to her. So 
I'm super curious too. So Ryan, if you're listening, um, maybe like if you have any sort of information on your area, the city that you're in, all that stuff, look into this. Maybe there's, maybe she's on Facebook and she exists, but nobody else remembers her. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have friends that like, I'll go through pictures of me as a kid and I'll see a picture of me with somebody that I don't fucking remember who they were. And I'm like, who was this person that I was so close <laughs> with in like elementary school? So I think that that could be a realistic thing. My mom forgets people all the time. It's possible that your brother might have been younger and just not had that memory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it's possible that it was truly a ghost, which is something I believe too. So I think if you're able to maybe like research your area maybe you know go on facebook maybe go on your local archive and see if newspapers.com and if you have actually you know the cool thing if you have that ancestry.com uh your newspapers.com kind of comes in with that so that's what i use to find all these things hell yeah i'm always like give me all those obituaries let me know what's going on (laughs) Uh no i think that's a that's an interesting point we should definitely look into that yeah we love that. Yeah. If anybody listening has a story, you know, or experience, it doesn't have to be a ghost. It can be a ghost. Obviously, we love to hear about it. But, like, even if you have, like, a local legend or urban legend, um, we would love to hear about it because we we love reading these stories. And, also, like, also it, like, gives us more things to, like, research, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we get all these, like, um, like, like she said earlier, like, people gave us a recommendation for a game named Gloomhaven. Uh, I'd never heard of that, but like, I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) Like, thank you for giving us all the creepy games to like play. I love that. But yeah, so make sure you go to campcryptedpodcast.com. There's a little contact section, or you can just leave a a little blurb in our subreddit, which is just Camp Cryptid Podcast. And you can go over to campcryptedpodcast.com to submit those stories or to uh, find other ways to listen to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you want to leave a review and let us know how we're doing and, and show some support for Camp Cryptid. Uh, you can also go to Podbean or any of the other places that we upload episodes. We have a YouTube account where we did our first ghost hunt. And you can also find all the ways to support Camp Cryptid on social media. We're over on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. So if you want to check us out, go to CampCryptidPodcast.com. And until next time, we're your camp counselor signing off.